Kia ora, good morning, and welcome to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. It is Friday, one week to go till Christmas, and uh, Izzy, uh, how, did, mm, mm. how did how did yesterday? It's, it's, man, December is a busy, busy old month for you. You uh, <laughs> had to make sure that the uh, the missus was looked after yesterday for a birthday. How did that go? It was a good day. Yes, big good morning to our awesome listeners that tune in every single day. It's been a big old year. We're up to Friday, and we've got one more week before we head into our Christmas break. But yeah, it's a busy time of the year. Uh, great day yesterday, just a nice relaxing day. Well, it wasn't relaxing, really. At 9.30, uh, Mandy, who lives here with us, she's uh, Tilly's godmother, known her for a very long time, very special friend. She organised a morning of yoga. So post the show, went and attempted some yoga, and it, it's fair to say I'm a tight old thing. Yeah, um, yeah look, you, you put your body into some awkward places. I need to be stretching a whole lot more. Um, it really indicated that I need to dedicate a bit of time to flexibility and less on summer weights. Uh, yep, so very tight. Uh, started with a nice brunch with a couple of friends. Um, Daisy really enjoyed it. Then we relaxed into the day, picked the kids up, and went out for a lovely dinner last night. So I uh, went out to, to Christchurch City, and the kids loved it. Big Christmas trees everywhere. There's a Christmas uh, window out at Ballantines. That's got a window full of uh, all, all Christmas decorations and everything like that. So just had a big old day, got home, put the kids to bed, and, and I was snoring by about eight, I think. Oh, well done. <laughs> so, well done. It's a big old yeah. day. Big old day. Yeah, big old day. It's, it's that time of the year. Um, there's just plenty going on. And as soon as I get in bed, I'm absolutely snoring and and out for it. But uh, ready to, to rip into a big day. I think she had a special day. We've got a barbecue today. Uh, I invited a couple of her friends over uh, post this. I'm going to put on a couple of pieces of meat on the, on the charcoal cooker and do a slow barbecue. It's meant to be 27 here today, mm. so it's going to be stinking hot. Yep. Got a few kids and a couple of adults coming over, so we'll just have a nice, quiet uh, afternoon. They'll probably get rowdy, and yeah, I'll probably have to drive them, sober drive them home. Yeah, be good. That's it, mate. Look, make sure you're looking after everybody. The host with the most on uh, on this yeah. on this Friday, on the scorcher of a Friday, yeah, 27 degrees forecast. Absolutely mm. massive day in uh, in Christchurch, mate. Well, we've got a massive show coming up as well. Sam Brief. Talking NBA out of Chicago uh, before 7 o'clock. The uh, Black Caps coach Gary Stead on with us just after 7 as well. Great opportunity to get steady before uh, the Black Caps summer of cricket kicks off, is he? Yeah, it's going to be good to have a chat to uh, to Gary Stead. Uh, the, the first ODI taking place on Sunday. They've got a, a really inexperienced squad, a couple of, well, a hell of a lot of players that are going to get their opportunity at the big time. So it'll be good to get his... An inkling of, of how he approaches this series. We don't want a, a lost series against Bangladesh at home. So the results uh, are going to be at the top of his mind. Also, how he approaches selections, some reasoning why Kane Williamson and, and, and a couple others were left out. Uh, so there's plenty to ask Gary Stead after 7 o'clock and plenty going on in the NBA, which we're going to touch on shortly. And I know it's a... A hot topic at the moment in regards to 
uh, Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, much so, very much so, mate. Very much so. And then after 8 o'clock, David yeah. Ball from the Phoenix. Uh, they've got a bit of work to do mm. to bounce back from that big loss last week, their first loss of the season. Uh, so we'll talk to Borley after 8 o'clock. We want to hear from you as well. SENZ Roll Call. Text us now. Where are you listening to us? What are you up to? How are you listening to us? Double eight, double three. Uh, let us know where you are listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast this morning. Now, we do have a, a Who Am I? It's our third to last Who Am I? Uh, for the $100 Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. What? Sorry? It's our last one. I'm confused. I thought we had two more next week. No. Okay. Good. I'm glad we last one. I, I'm glad we work these things out before we go on air. Hundred dollar Adidas golf voucher <laughs> up for crabs. Get away with Adidas golf. Visit Adidas.co.nz. Get away with golf. T's and C's apply. Here is clue number one. I was born on the east coast of the North Island, but grew up at the top of the south. I was born on the east coast of the North Island, but grew up at the top of the south. Who am I? Got double it. eight, double three. You got it? Straight I'm away. I'm pretty sure I got it. Okay. And I haven't Googled it. All right, all right, sweet. All right, there we go. Uh, double eight, double three, if you think you know the answer to that. But let's get into this. Round one, five. Triple threat, the three big questions of the day. First question is, Foxy didn't win chasing the fox. <laughs> that surprised the hell out of me. This surprised you, is he? Nah, not really. You got three golfers. I think the, the handicap for the cricketers was eight. He played nine holes. And you get eight shots on on, it, on eight of the nine holes, so I'm not surprised at all. Really, he was up against it, and, and they're not bad golfers. I even had Paulie Moati message me last night when I was snoring at nine o'clock, and he says, "Mate, those rugby players are, are are pretty decent golfers." And I said, "No, they're not, <laughs> but they must have hit the odd good shot." It's okay when you've got less pressure of having a you know a one or three years having to hit in a clutch shot, but mate, up the wires. Oh, ours taking it out. Four under. Is that more of a surprise that the that Team Warriors took it out than that Foxy lost it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought the cricket would have taken it out. Yeah. Um, definitely. I thought they would have put a bit more pressure on. I know Eric Murray will be absolutely livid. He's a golf tragic. And I think they came second last, Team Legends last. So, uh, Foxy eagled the, the last 18 at, at the Royal Grange. If you've ever played there, it's uh, a short par four. You can actually drive it while well, he bombed it and uh, hit the putt. So he, I think he was two over. And then he shot even. So, look, I think it was he'll be surprised. Um, I think many out there will be surprised. when you. But when you dig a little bit deeper and understand the format, like it's made for these, these teams to, to take it out. When you've got a shot on a hole... You just have to par it. That's a, that's a birdie, and uh, and and it all makes sense. But Wade Egan, I heard he's pretty sharp, and I haven't played with him. Sean Johnson, so they obviously played really well. Uh, what a format! What a day out! And I know there was a big crowd there as well. <laughs> so if you hit a, if you were there, let us know double eight double three because uh, it looks like a hell of a hell of an event that they've put on there, and, and it's starting to gain traction. Only second year running, and and the big names and big big crowds are starting to follow it. Yeah, looking forward to uh, coming back again next year. A great day out had by all. All right, let's crack on. Round two. John Mitchell, yesterday. Oh, <laughs> I love this. He's the uh, New England rugby coach for the women's team. And he was asked about how committed he was to leading England to the 2025 Rugby World Cup. And he said he's absolutely committed. I'm not Eddie Jones. Uh, that was his quip. Former All Black coach says that at a press conference on that stage, particularly England, where Eddie Jones has been, 
Does that suggest to you that his reputation in world rugby is done, Eddie's, that is? Oh, it's, it's gone. It's out It's out the door, really. Sonny Bill Williams has come pretty, brought a bit of heat over in Australia in regards to Eddie Jones, but he's been a uh, a, a critic for a, for a couple of years now in regards to Eddie Jones, um, talking about respect and, and loyalty, but... Oh look, I think it's a it's a long way back for Eddie from from this scenario. When you look at his comments, the way he went a five year deal that he signed with Australia left after ten months, the way he left Australian rugby, and and he's gone over to Japan. Yeah, look, I think there's going to be memes. I think there's going to be throwaway comments for a very very long time in regards to Eddie Jones. And I, they've they've had a partnership. They've coached together, John Mitchell and Eddie Jones. So there is something behind the doors that is uh, simmer, simmering away and there's a problem there with Eddie. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna, there's, a, there's a second question to that question, which is the fact that Eddie has done this. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's very much about his reputation and about his, you know, he's, he's an ego, right? Mm. Do you think that the way he's gone out on this is an admission that the Aussie job was too big for him? Uh, he'll never admit it, but I think deep down he, he understood it. Uh, it just shows the person that he is, really. He looks after himself and himself only, and that's all he thinks about, a bit of a selfish person. You think when you're struggling and you are grinding your guts out, like AKA, we're trying to build this radio station up to where we'd love to be, and, and it's a grind, it's tough, you know, the world out there is tough, but you just dig in the trenches. Well, it just shows the kind of person he is when the things get tough. Oh, well, let's just go back to my homeland where people love me. It's a bit of part of my heritage and uh, people actually respect me and they'll be afraid of making damning comments and, and, and questioning me about my credibility because let's be honest, no one in Japan rugby media circles, rugby circles will ever question Eddie Jones. He is the boss. He is their, he is their leader uh, over in Japan rugby. Whereas in Australia, he was always going to get critiqued. He was always going to get talked about People are always going to ha- ask the hard questions. This is an easy out for Eddie. Yeah. So no surprises he's gone back there. Yeah, and I think there's a lack of expectation in Japan, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they, mm. they don't expect them to do anything. So it, it's it's a cruise. Which is hard, really, because of where, where they were and where they've got to now, they are competitive. They've mm. got one of the premier rugby competitions in the world. And like I said yesterday, this is a step backwards for, for Japan rugby. You know, you look at Eddie's credentials, he, he's won bugger all. Yes, he won a, a Rugby World Cup back in the day. He had a, a formidable squad. He's been involved in some teams, but when you're trying to build a team to be world leaders or, or you know, world achievers, and they've come close with Tony Brown and... and um, Jamie Joseph. Oh, Jamie Joseph. Yeah, look, I just don't understand it. I, can, I do to an extent because he's got... Heritage, his family, his mum's growing up there. He's got best mates in the in the union, but step backwards for for rugby Japan. Round three. Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors has been suspended indefinitely by the NBA following his third ejection of the season for striking. What does it say to you when an organisation hands down a suspension that is that wide open? Oh, it says that it doesn't matter who you are. Or what you are, if you go against um, the rules of the game, or you put uh, our game in, in dispute, then uh, they're going to have harsh consequences for sure. Like he, I've read that article 
and saying that it wasn't intentional. He was yeah. trying to draw a foul. Well, that looked intentional to me, mate. You're swinging around with a closed clinched fist and you're trying to clock him on the head. And it's not the first time. He has done it three times this year. He has done it in, in the past. He's struck his mate Jordan Poole in training. He has an aggressive uh, aggression problem. And they have come out and said that he has been suspended indefinitely. Have you saw the, the fines that he's going to incur? Mm, yeah. I think it's a couple of hundred thousand per game that when he misses, or is it for 20 games? Yeah, well, it's, it's massive, whichever way it is. It is absolutely huge. I mean, the, and the thing is, it's like, who's he kidding? Like, trying to say, oh, mm. no, it wasn't intentional. It's, it's like, yeah. like, I mean, it's there for everybody to see. But the thing that really gets me is that an organisation like the NBA, it almost feels like they're not prepared for this, like it's taken them by surprise. They gave him a five-game suspension after his last yeah. ejection, was only, which was only a month ago. Uh, so that for this to then turn up, it's almost like they've gone, shit, what do we do here? They need time. Yeah, they, yeah, look, indefinitely, what does that mean? Yeah, well, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> how long is this going to... Sam Brief's going to talk to us a bit in depth about it. He's on the ground over in, in the United States, so it'd be great to hear from him and, and get an understanding. But Draymond Green, you think it's a long way back. This isn't the first time. This is just randomly occurring. This is happening week in, week out. He is putting his team under so much pressure. The Golden State are 10 and 13. They're a, they're a championship-winning team. They've been at the top of their game for a very long time. There was talks about Draymond Green being drafted somewhere else, but no, they did everything possible to keep him in the squad. Well, if you, if you, one of your players is doing what he's doing and, and putting stress on on your team, you got to get rid of the form. And at the moment, he's that form. Yeah, it, it causes longevity into, into question, particularly mm. with the Warriors. And then who else is going to take a punt on Because re- reality is, what does he offer? Yes, he's very good on defence. He's very good at rebounding, but he can't shoot. You know, like he can't spread the court. He hustles. He brings a bit of aggression. But his aggression at the moment is costing them absolutely big time. Yeah, I mean, he's that guy that you want to stop the, the opposition, Steph Curry. Right, he's the mm. he's he's the spoiler, but uh, you can't yep. do that if you're sitting on the sidelines. Mm, yeah. For sure, uh, plenty going on. Sixty-four for Giannis Otukumbo, and he was well kicking off post that game too, yeah. <laughs> because I think uh, the Pacers gave the the match ball to one of their rookies, and well, he just got a career high sixty-four. I'm sure, pretty much earned it. He was fed up. <laughs> oh no! And not only a career high sixty-four, a record for mm. the Bucks club. For the Bucks awesome. organisation, so yeah, um, it's interesting. Actually, I, I put something out about uh, Draymond Green on Twitter yesterday, and had both Casey Frank and Justin Nelson reply to me. Casey Frank mm-hmm. says, "Indefinite sounds like a long time. Ten to twenty games, best guess, based on nothing other than what Ja Morant got." That was from Casey, and then Justin Nelson. That's code for we're still trying to work out what to do with this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think no one knows what to do? Ja Morant, he's done way worse. Yes, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, and what he's been given a season, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's. Yep. I mean, it, I don't think it'll be that harsh, but it has to be something. He has to go to some sort of counselling, get it sorted, because this is they're gonna they're gonna put the spotlight on Draymond Green. Every time now, when that's happening, referees, and he's come out and say he's trying to milk a, a foul. Yeah. Well, every time he's up against defenders and he's defending his heart out, and he's trying to, they'll be having their mind, okay, he's trying to milk this. 
Let's, let's sting him. So he's up against it, man. He's got a long way back. Well, you know, and the other thing that this will do is because the referees will be looking at him harder, right? So if you're in the opposition mm. and he flails an arm or, you know, it gets a bit... There's going to be flops. There's going to be guys who go, yeah. it's Draymond Green, I'll get him ejected. I'll just grab my face and yeah. fall over. You know, you're going to see that yeah. as well. So so this has got to be at Steve Kerr's mind. You know, how does he approach this? He is putting his team under so much pressure. They've already come out for support of him and said, look, we need him in our squad. But the reality is, he's going to be a thorn out there for them at the moment.